You don't want to hang with stiff buttoned up people. You're going to make the decision to be with a friend who's also, who performs well as well through business. Like we're going to get results. And so I think that's, that's made the difference, you know? Hello, Agency Go fam. Welcome to How to Scale an Agency, where we interview top digital marketing agency owners like Abstract Management, One SEO, and U Plus to learn how they scale to $10 million in revenue per year. If you would like to be part of a 200 plus member digital marketing agency owner community, go to grow.agencygo.io and sign up today. What's going on, everyone? Today, we got Brooke Larios, founder and CEO of Plain Clarity. They're a multi-service agency focusing on PR, strategy, social media, web development, and design and marketing. And today on this show, we're going to be talking about how her raw and authentic style has been able to attract a community of clients, employees, and then vendors that one, has made her life a lot easier, but also just increase the energy, fulfillment, and joy of actually doing business. I think this is a really cool conversation because so many people are just going with the grain. They're not going against it. They're, they're afraid to break out and be their authentic self. So I think this is a unique angle on authenticity and how it's actually impacting like the bottom line, but it also impacting retention. So Brooke, thank you so much for coming on the show today. What's going on? Oh, thanks for having me on. It's a delight to be here. Yes. So for everyone that heard that intro, like, and they're curious, whoa, who's this badass motherfucking chick? What can you tell them? Because if we're being raw and authentic, that's how I talk. Who, yeah, who's thank Brooke, you. What's I, Plain Clarity? Give us the highlight. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, our whole idea was that we wanted to authentically connect brands and people with those who love and support them, right? So, out the gate, I was in the press before I was in PR and there was self-loathing that came from making that jump because, you know, we were told that it was the dark side. And really, I don't believe that anymore because if you're doing something authentically and you care about what you're doing, then it can't be wrong and it can't be, you know, like out of, in bad taste. So, so in growing the agency, it was really about supporting brands that we believed in and continue to believe in and people that are doing good things. And so I always tell my team, like, just be yourself. If you're reaching out to members of the press, if you're reaching out to clients, they all want to know the true you, you know, like a press person at the end of the day is not going to be like, you know, stiff and buttoned up when they go home and they have a drink on their couch and they're exhausted, right? Like when they're hanging out with their friends, those are the people you want to be around your friends. So you know, talk to people like, you know, authentically. Um, that's really helped us. Yeah. And shit. I remember when I was a young manager at Amazon, I was like really new to Amazon. And I just had this belief that, you know, I, this is a place that I can just be myself because like, I don't give a fuck if I go home and my employees don't like me. I, I want them to, but I don't give a fuck. Right. So I remember at that mm -hmm. point I started like in corporate America, dropping F-bombs and just being fucking real. And to my surprise, for the first time in my life, I remember thinking people are like not only liking me because you could get people like, you know, problem, but people like legitimately resonate with me and like like me to my core. I'm not putting up a shell. And that was a huge moment for me in my life because that trickled over like into everything else. So I really respect that approach. So let me ask you this, like PR very similar to corporate America in the sense where there are the specific cadences, processes, people act and talk a certain way. I guess the first thing I'm curious about is when did you leave like the corporate typical PR sign open up the agency? Let's go, let's start there. 
Yeah, for sure. Well, since I, I basically talked my way into PR, so, you know, it was never like this regular path where I was super buttoned up, but my first job in PR, like in an office setting was at a nonprofit that was, you know, so it felt corporate, but I had cereal at my desk. Like I'd get in early and I'd sit there and have a bowl of cereal and hang out. And that's just how I had to start my day. Like my team knows that's how it's going to be. I, I know that, you know, there were times when I had to be corporate, but I started young. I was 24 when I was a PR manager. And so I think I always brought that youthfulness in. I, I think that I never, I've always been kind of a, a square peg and a round hole. I've never felt like I have to do things the normal way. So I can always be professional if I need to be. But like you said, like, I'm going to throw an F-bomb here and there, and I'm going to, you know, that's what I'm going to do. A story of that is, you know, there's uh, this TV producer that was hard to get a hold of. And one of her reporters said, just pitch me because she doesn't even respond to me half the time. And so one day I sent her a pitch and the subject line was, fuck you, read this. And she oh, wrote back. Real. Yeah. She wrote back and she goes, oh my gosh, you have my attention. I can't believe you said that. What are you pitching me? And then from then on, she always opened my emails. She always had my clients on her shows. And I told the people that worked with me, I'm like, just, just take some risks. Like if it feels scary, do it. maybe like think, is it going to, at the end of the day, is it going to kill me? No, we'll go for it. So I think too, Jordan, I was telling you that I had a new team member and we have this, you know, person who's a food network star. He's been a judge in there. He's our uh, San Diego magazine food critic, Troy Johnson. And I was introducing him to her and I said, Oh, you know, here she comes from the Midwest. This is what she does. And this is Troy. And I was like, Troy, you know, she's going to pitch the fuck out of you. And, you know, she is. So why beat around the bush? You know, he's like, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. So let's go into the agency today because I think there are people that will hear this that are on the fringe talking like that because maybe they have 10, 15, 20, 30 clients and they've gotten that just by the standard approach. They haven't gone against the grain. They haven't really just been their 100% real self, which is, it, it is detrimental on an energetic level, right? So they feel it like they go home when they're sitting with their friends, like their homies, right? And they're, they're fucking chilling hard and they're being real. But when they go to business, they're closing deals with clients they may not like, or they are just a paycheck, or they're just closing deals or communicating, right? How has this impacted you as a founder? Like, in just terms of your overall satisfaction, I think I want to start there with running your agency today. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great question. You know, I think there's so much satisfaction in being yourself, right? In life, it doesn't, when you go to work, you're, you're at work for a huge chunk of your life. So if you can't be authentic, how is that impacting your ability to find joy? And I think people, you know, a lot of us, especially going through a pandemic, a global pandemic, there's a lot of sadness. There's a lot of, you know, it's challenging for people, but if you can at least be yourself and live in authenticity and let your team members be the same, it's remarkable, right? So I have a new team member that just came on a couple weeks ago and he's like, and he came from some big agencies and he's like, this is, I've never seen it done this way. 
like, you know, having this freedom to be myself and to, you know, go unscripted is pretty cool. I remember when I was first starting to scale my agency, I felt like I was running in a million different directions and I was eventually able to scale my agency Twiz to $1.7 million per year in revenue, but not until after I had wasted so much time and money through trial and error. This is why I launched our Agency Go community, the digital marketing agency community I never had. For only $19 per month, you get access to over $100,000 in deals, discounts, tools, and resources to scale your agency. I will also personally teach you how to grow your agency through our group masterclasses. What are you waiting for? Go to grow.agencygo.io and sign up for our membership today. If after 30 days, your head is not exploding with value and you do not feel like you know everything you need to know to run your agency, I'll give you your money back. No questions asked. Again, that's grow.agencygo.io to sign up today. So I think that's an interesting thing because we've had PR agencies on here, very professionally buttoned up, which is cool. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I've played that game and I flip-flop between, you know, the, the radical like F-bombs everywhere and the, the cool buttoned up person. How do you think this is impacting the retention of your people? Like, do you see that people are staying longer or like never leaving because of this? How do you feel like this is impacting their performance compared to like what you saw with people in this field, just maybe not in your agency, but like in the other agencies and PR sectors you've worked in? Two-part question. Yeah, yeah, it's a great question. I think not everybody's comfortable with it, right? You have to find that right cultural fit. So there are people that need more hand-holding. You know, I have one person who was on for, for two years and we had to work together to find a, a happy medium, right? Because it's not just me saying to people, this is how you have to be. It's, it's, it's being on that walk, you know, with each individual and finding what that sweet spot is. So essentially, you know, we've retained a lot of, especially like press folks who continue to work with us and clients who appreciate being able to, to know that we're not being, you know, we're not spinning and we're not doing things in a way that they have to question our integrity because they know that we can only be one way. It's who we are. Hmm. I love that. So what's like, have you seen like people stay for multiple, multiple years and you think this is part of a byproduct of it? Yeah. I mean, I do think that's part of it. And I think it's, um, yeah, I, I think, I think that's a big part of it. I had a one person who worked for me and then, um, ended up deciding to get out of PR because she'd done the grind. She was from London and had worked for some big agencies. And she's like, I've never seen clients that have liked, you know, that our, our agency so much, or, or I've worked at these other agencies and the clients have never been friends. And, you know, our, our clients have, had come to my baby shower or I had press people at our baby at my baby shower, you know, there's retention across the board, you know, whether it's team members wow. or press or whoever it is. Um, it's just, you want to like the people you're hanging around. I mean, I resonate with that. That's how I do business. My, one of my closest friends is a client. Like I talked hmm. to this guy, I called him for an hour yesterday in the car just because my car died and I had to drive it for an hour. Cause like I had to jump start it and, like, oh, I'm going to call this client because like, he's my fucking boy. Right. And I, I find that, you know, I got married before I dove into this world, but if I were to get married again, I was like, holy shit, I'd have so many clients, like people that have a professional relationship that pay me like at my wedding. Cause like we're fucking tight. And I know for yeah. me, that makes a huge difference, right? Like I love what I do. 
I don't get on calls and I'm like, oh, fuck this person. or I don't want to be here. Like that doesn't happen because my mentality has always been, you're my friend first. And like, if you are my friend, like I'm going to go way fucking further for you because I want you to succeed. Right. So it just makes it a lot easier. So I really appreciate that mentality. Let me ask you this. Oh, were you about to make a point? Yeah, no, I was just going to say like you, you become more personally invested, right? Yeah. Personally invested facts. Like I never, I never want to just be like, fuck this client. It never happens. Like there's all love. So how do you feel like, and I know, obviously I saw coming to this call, like you have children, right? So I know maybe with kids, especially, and being a mother, you don't always have the flexibility to scale up, right? Or you have shit that hits the fan because kids have bodily fluids and like illnesses and like school and shit. And like, what's the flexibility that you think is given when you have these deep relationships with clients compared to like, not because mm. of the report that you have when it comes to like just shit happening. What do you think happens? Yeah, I think that's that? a, it's a great question. Yeah. I mean, I have a daughter who's five and a half and, and obviously like COVID and all that stuff, you know, she just had COVID. So it was all of this happening, but you know, I don't want to ever feel that I have the license to take advantage because of my friendships with clients and press and, you know, all those folks. So it's also really important to be like, Hey, there are boundaries and structures and we're still going to you know, I'm not going to take advantage of that, but also I'm going to be real and say, this is what I can do to our highest capability as a team. This is what we can do. And we'll, you know, pitch it for each other, a team as well, and show up where we need to and do all those things. But like the guys who own Tahini, which is this great Middle Eastern fast casual restaurant and uh, group in San Diego, they were like, please just like, you know, take care of your daughter, get better. And I'm like, look, guys, I'm going to continue to do what I can. So it's, you know, it's a conversation and mm. I'm and again, like never taking advantage, just making sure everyone's totally, yeah. I love it. And final question, cause we're running out of time sales pitch. How has this actually come into your sales pitch when like, you're like building relationships or trying to close deals? Like what changes because this is how you act? Yeah, it's a, that's a great question too. So like I, I had a potential client come in and I brought sushi and he's like, that is, that is outstanding. That that's a, you know, most people are not going to take the risk with sushi for their first, you know, meeting with a client. You just don't know what people like, but here you are, you got this big thing, sushi, and we're sitting here and we're hanging out and you've got, it's like, we're friends already and you want to be with friends, right? You want to hang with friends. Like we said, you don't want to hang with stiff buttoned up people. Um, you're going to make the decision to be with a friend who's also, who performs well as well, you know, through business, like we're going to get results. And so I think that's, that's made the difference, you know? Mm. Let me ask you this. Do you have a, when you do have prospects that are like, you might be doing business with them, do you have a high closing rate? Like, so that could turn into a client or not. I don't know if you know the number, but like, would you, would you say it's more than 50 or less than 50? More than 50%. Yeah. Our closing rate is high. And, you know, we, we do have long cycles, like our closing cycles take a while in this industry, but it's also fun when you're just talking to someone, they're like, okay, yeah, I'm just in. Cause the second we get in front of them and talk to them, they're like, okay, they know their stuff and they're cool to be around. So oh, cool. yeah, do it. I, I had that in, like intuitive feeling. And the reason why I asked that, I think the average closing rate across industry, less than 30%, 18%, I think I have found is like the standard of like, mm -hmm. you take the average of everything. 
And the reason why I specifically asked you that question, I had the feeling that you're above 50% and people are going to hear that and like, holy shit, if I could close every other deal and I think naturally you figure out how to be yourself in these types of discussions, but I, I had that feeling for you where because you're raw and real, people fucking gravitate that and love it. It is different than all the other conversations they're having with other potential agencies or vendors. So I think that's a huge call out for everyone listening. If you're closing less than 30%, right. maybe consider like add a little edginess or just your real self. And if you throw F-bombs forward, or if you just are as bland as rice, maybe that's what you need to roll with too. I don't know. So Brooke, I really appreciate you coming on today like, and just giving insight into how showing up like this impacts the, the flexibility with clients, impacts the sales process and closing deals, impacts like attracting talent and like retaining them, attracts like and re- helps you retain clients longer. Like it's clear that this just one mental decision impacts every part of your business and life, which is when I talk about systems, processes, or strategies, this is like a simple one in theory, but it, I think it has one of the biggest impacts ever, right? So for everyone that's like, yo, this, this woman, Brooke, is fucking sick. I want to get in touch with her. I want to, I want to check her out. Where can they find you? So you can find me at plainclarity.com, P-L-A-I-N, clarity.com. You can also find me on the trail. I'm about to do 60K. So thanks for bearing with me you're on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and, and I love it. I mean, I love that you also are here being raw and who you are. It's clearly benefited you as well. So really cool tie in there. I appreciate that. But yeah, plainclarity.com. Check us out. Awesome. Brooke, thank you so much for joining. We'll catch you soon.